Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 84. I'm your host, Terry, and your co-host, Malcolm, here. Hey, guys. What's going on? So in today's episode, we are discussing about celebrity trainers and yeah. if you should hire one. Yeah. And pretty much overall, our thoughts about celebrity trainers in general and how we see them training their clients and is it really worth it to go out and look for a quote-unquote celebrity trainer? Right. And I think Malcolm... <laughs> really dislike celebrity trainers in my eyes. I hate them. I can't stand them, Jared. And why is that? Because I can't stand them because of it's not even their fault, honestly. It's more of like it's more of like the society's way of looking at what they think is valuable. Society's way of looking at value, you know. Like you look at something and you see a lot of like flashy things. You might see like uh, you might see someone who's loud or who has a big personality and that draws you to them as like their, their, as that, that draws you to them and that, that is their value, to, value as well. So like to you, that's valuable to like be someone who is like, uh, who has a lot of followers, who has uh, these crazy workouts on there, which are nonsense. And then they have like, uh, you know, this like, this way of like drawing a lot of attention. So in society, people look at that and go, "Oh, this, this is good. This must be good. This must work. Like people like this person, so I must. Like, I'm an idiot for not liking them as as well. So I must get in with the club. So like, it's more of a society thing. You know, it's not really like their fault. They're, they're like I said to you before we started. Like their their philosophy in getting clients and drawing attention attention to themselves and like uh, marketing themselves is smart, but their philosophy behind training themselves and their clients is not you know I've seen many people train clients and I've seen too many boasts of alls I've seen too many uh, movements that are just unnecessary and like just they make me cringe for the most part you know because I train my clients and it's super super like straightforward and super basic things that they can do on their own and then think and then it just produces the same results you know mm-hmm. so you see these people lose have help people lose weight whatever and they also like their testimonials that show like people go from 180 pounds whatever to weighing 150 pounds 150 pounds and it's, it looks you know it, it's like showing okay you made progress but you and me who knows what we know we can do the same thing for them um it may not honestly it may not be as fast you know we we know the importance of like you know the slower steady way of losing losing weight whatever we know that the faster they lose weight it's not necessarily a good thing it's a good thing on the scale as far as like making them feel good but like we know that like if they're losing weight too fast it's not a good thing and I know that that is the case they'll show like a 30 day transformation where from they'll show them weighing 100, 180 pounds 30 days away 150 and it's like wait a minute how did this happen so fast mm-hmm. but you know we may you both know that like that like that's not like the way way you want to look at it you know yeah i mean in my eyes celebrity trainers are aren't superior to any other trainer out in the industry uh, i feel like celebrities trainers really not i'm not saying they they get this image but they i guess people put them on a pedestal because they're, they're trainer. working with a celebrity so you know if they're working with this higher up individual in society then people think that their training methods are superior or they have some secrets to making the celebrity look a certain type of way. But in reality, from what I see, um, I'm sure there's 
great celebrity trainers out there, uh, but at the same time, there's also celebrity trainers. Uh, when trainers look at them and see what they're doing, you kind of question and ask, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, is it just to, because you have nothing better to do and right. you just want to just do this because it looks cool? Um, and that's the question, I guess, we always, as trainers, ask ourselves and also what we see in the field when people work with clients is why are you doing this? Like, yeah. what's the reason behind you doing these exercises? Like, the costs and the benefit, uh, and is like, is it worth doing them? Um, is there any way we could just keep it simple? Mm-hmm. Um, those are really all the things that we constantly ask ourselves uh, when it comes to working with clients. But in terms of celebrity training, um, I think that celebrity trainers really I, like you said, it's not their fault. It's not, not their, their fault, fault that... It's not their fault that people are dumb. <laughs> it's not their fault. I mean, people are just naive. Like, if yeah. I was a celebrity and I was looking for a trainer and I knew nothing about training and and my friend or, like, my relative mm-hmm. and said, like, hey, I'm working with this individual trainer and I've lost this much weight. You mm-hmm. should work with this individual too. So I get referred mm-hmm. to this trainer and all of a sudden this trainer works with me for example, if I'm a celebrity, then that person becomes a celebrity trainer, right? Because they're working with an individual that's that's a celebrity. But in reality, that that trainer is is not like a top, you know, uh, yeah. well known and in, in, individual in the fitness industry. Right. It might just be someone working out of a gym mm-hmm. or that had the opportunity to to work with a celebrity and. You know, when it comes to working with an individual, as long as you're consistent with the program and you're consistently showing up to workouts and your nutrition is, you know, on point and you're eating the right foods, um, you're going to see some results. Mm-hmm. So I agree. And then once there's results being shown, you know, automatically this trainer gets like a like a, a, like a huge appraisal mm-hmm. because they worked with a celebrity trainer. Right. Right. Um, but in reality, the, the celebrity could have worked with any other trainers as long as you're consistent. Uh, for a lot of individuals, this is what I see, like for, for a lot of individuals, whether you look, work with a good trainer or a bad trainer, if you have no experience of working out and you work with the trainer for a good amount of time, you're going to see some results. Mm-hmm. Like regardless whether or not they're good or not, the, yeah, they're good or not or regardless of not yeah. that the training program is, is, uh, is, you know, most effective or not, as long as you don't eat like crap and your, your diet's like somewhat on point, you're gonna see some type okay. of change. You're gonna see some type of change. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying like you can eat like crap and no, then no, like no. go to a trainer Cause you were, or that. Cause you, were, Cause you were saying like, cause you were kind of going with like a, you can train with a good or bad trainer for a long period of time, or whatever, and then you'll see No, 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 no. I'm not saying like long period of time. I'm just saying like for an individual that's brand new. Oh, working yeah, with a trainer, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you never worked out before. Yeah, you're gonna see. Some you, can, yeah, you know, it's like a person that never moved before, like always sitting on a couch, and then all of a sudden they start, you know, walking more, and all of a sudden they go to the gym three, four times a week. Like you're yeah. gonna see results. You're gonna see results. Yeah. Like if even if your diet stays the same, you're yeah. gonna start seeing some you're results. You're gonna see results. Yeah, because I've seen people who've been training with trainers for years and then see no results. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm sure they saw results in the beginning, yeah. and then after that, it's like it's just constant because like. You're, you're doing the same thing right, right. and it's it's interesting too because like because like uh um <clears throat> they'll see results in areas of like 
you know, lifting or being able to move better, but as far as like probably weight loss goals or body composition goals, uh, it may not change that much. Right. Because, you know, it's hard. You know, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, it's, just, it's just the fact that when you get labeled a celebrity trainer, mm. it's the fact that as a trainer, like, you got to remember, like, as a trainer, people get sick, people go away, people leave, people don't, people stop training or whatever. Yeah. And then, let's say, you know, you know, if you're a celebrity trainer, you really only need, you know, eight clients, maybe ten the most, you know, clients as far as celebrity fit. trainers. They only work with the celebrity. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you get ten celebrity clients. You get ten of those. No, nah, like some some celebrity trainers only work with that. Celebrity. I know they only work with <laughs> they, that one celebrity. They, uh, they travel with the celebrity. I know, and I know, get, I know. You know, but like I know some people who I know some people who like they're not celebrities on a big scale. They might have like some lower level celebrities. Okay, so like they they don't travel and like yeah, be might, next to that person all yeah, the time. They but. might be a celebrity. They might train like a, a Instagram famous famous person. They oh, might okay, train okay. a few actors or whatever okay, here okay. and there. But then not everybody knows them. Yeah, yeah. So like people, you know, you don't need a ton of clients. Mm-hmm. And then if people leave, if people just stop training with you, mm-hmm. then you got to find new clients. And sometimes. You know, think about it. Celebrity pool is 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 a big it's a big pool, but it's not that big. It's not bigger than the regular modern day people. So, like, if you stop training celebrities, are you just then you go train regular people? Are you back to being a regular trainer now, or are you still right, a celebrity right. trainer? I know? see. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, to be, to be labeled just as a celebrity trainer doesn't make you better. It just makes the fact that you train celebrities. You know. <laughs> Labeling yourself a celebrity trainer is dumb because right, right, like, yeah. I mean, it's like saying I train athletes. So yeah, I'm an athletic. I'm, an athletic trainer. Trainer. <laughs> I'm a strength and conditioning coach. Like, like no, you're not. You just train athletes. Yeah, I train you know? athletes. Or like you didn't get certification to train celebrities. Uh, I train general population. Also, I'm a. I'm just a regular. <laughs> trainer. Just a regular. I'm a general pop trainer. Yeah, I'm a gen pop trainer. Gen, general pop. Yeah. I mean, label myself a gen pop. Trainer. label myself a gen pop. Trainer. Yeah, I mean, I think the stigma behind celebrity training does get like. Uh, uh, overrated. Know. It's overrated. Yeah. Like when someone put in their Instagram bio, hashtag, like quote unquote, I'm a celebrity trainer. It's like why? Why would you yeah. put that for? You just a regular trainer. I mean, trainer. like, you, you start. I mean, I think you could just say like, if you really want to market yourself, you could just say like, I I've trained this individual. Like yeah. I trained Kim Kardashian. I've trained mm-hmm. uh, Kate Upton. Like even Ben Bruno. He doesn't even say that. He doesn't say I'm a celebrity. He doesn't, yeah. say, I'm a he doesn't even say he's a celebrity trainer. He just say I'm a trainer. Right. Yeah. But he worked with like. Like several celebrities, like yeah. uh, Kate Upton. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that other lady? That uh, I forgot the uh, name. But yeah, uh, but yeah, this other lady that's a comedian. Yeah, this other guy that's also a comedian. I think right. like he always posts uh, them working out. Yeah, I know all all those people he trains. They're all they're all like celebrities, and it's yeah, like, yeah. and but it's like, uh, you know, don't label yourself as a celebrity trainer. You know, because whenever I see someone say celebrity trainer. I know that once I click on something, I know what I'm going to see. I know <laughs> what kind of workouts I'm going to see. I know what exactly to look for. I know uh, what is going to happen as far as like the workouts go. I know I'm going to see a, a lot of bolster balls, a lot of like burpees. I'm going to see a lot of uh, ridiculous movements that just could be done regular on regular movements that, you know, you know anybody. It's almost like a risk-reward kind of thing. Because like when people use a lot of those, a lot of those uh, different, I guess, uh, objects to do mm-hmm. exercises, it increases the risk of injury a lot, a lot higher. So mm-hmm. it's like, at what cost are we doing this for? You know, why are we doing this for? Explain why are we doing all these 
exotic movements for to impress somebody or to impress your viewers and, mm. and it's like it's not it's not really worth it we know that we can get people to to view our stuff just by producing results that's like the main that's the main thing yeah if you can produce results that's it you know i've i've getting gotten people to get the most results the more they work out yeah you know, if they work out i've seen now the people who work out lift who lift that's right that's right i mean let me rephrase not the workout a lift twice a week mm. They don't really see the amount of results as opposed to someone who lifts three times a week or four times a week or five times a week, you know? Like, those people who lift twice a week, I've, I've noticed that, like, they... Unless you're a beginner, it's the results don't really happen. So, yeah. like, lifting is, like, the main thing you have to do. It's not it's not rocket science to do, like, this exotic workout. You just have to lift more, you know? Like, I have people now who I have lifting five days a week mm. or four days a week, and it's like, the more they're lifting, the results are just happening day by day by day by day, you know? Yeah, I mean... As long as you're recovering properly, exactly, uh, recovering the more properly. you're lifting, to be honest, is better. Um, so in terms of sets per week, like I've done my research on this, like, and I was trying to do my research for myself just when I do my own programming, is like ten to twenty sets mm-hmm. uh, is where you guys see some type of results when it comes to each body part. A ten week. twenty sets a week. Ten to twenty sets a week, right? So if you only work out twice a week, and let's say like uh, for your for your chest for example if someone's trying to build their chest and all they did was two exercises three sets each um and two workouts that's only six sets mm-hmm. like in the beginning that might be enough stimulus for someone to to see some results yeah, or change for a beginner but yeah. once you've been lifting for a while like let's say six months to a year um those six sets need to kind of be increased towards that mm-hmm. 10 to 20 set range yeah. in order for you to get more of a stimulus yeah um, so like as a individual your body's always gonna adapt and your body's always gonna need more of a stimulus in order to see change yeah uh, that's why advanced lifters um, you see them doing you know workouts that are really high intensity mm-hmm. lifting weights that are, are really high mm-hmm. uh, in some sessions and that's that's the only way they can see changes because they've been working out for so long right yeah so also people also to look at to like tonnage as well like you uh times the uh the amount of pounds you do in a week yeah yeah yeah. that's also another way of looking yeah. at it. it's the same concept as like the sets too. yeah yeah, yeah. like you mm-hmm. just say okay i've lifted this many pounds yeah uh each this week i'm trying it's going to be more pounds if you also also to you you factor in the amount of sets you do as well yeah so you can do a total tonnage or whatever and you're trying to like increase the tonnage every single week mm-hmm. it's another way it's also another way of looking at it as well that's more of like a that's way that way there is more of like a powerlifting way of looking at it, but like right. the sets obviously. Yeah, that's uh this the way I'm explaining is more, more like, like more body body composition yeah. uh for muscle building exactly yeah. um, way of looking at things. Yeah, which you know which is either one is fine you know like you can do you can do tonnage with the movement with because we look at tonnage in terms of movement so like if you look at like a deadlift you know if you're doing uh you know ten total sets in a week of a squat you know and that's like eighty percent. Oh, somewhere between 70-80% of your max then yeah you're gonna do a lot you're gonna see a lot of results with that movement you'll be, able to, you'll be able to train that movement a lot more often as well and you're gonna probably most likely gonna be able to increase your uh, increase your 1RM one hour, one hour over time just from following that same same process yeah but that but but that there is just our simple way of looking at like how can you just produce results you know like right. you when you see people do movements in the gym for people it's like like when you hear people say I get like you hear people say three by three by ten or you know three by twelve 
you hear them say this all the time, all the time, all the time, and it's like, and it's like we know that's not the case. How to do things, you know? We know that like that's not how we want to produce anything, you mm-hmm. know? And so like when you look at celebrity trainers, we know we're not, we know just by looking at things, but they're not factoring in the things that we look into, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. To be honest, I mean, I think they do some of their stuff that they do, like the celebrity trainers out there that do these fancy stuff is. Like you said, mainly for marketing, mm-hmm. and also at the same time, I think it's also for clients because a lot of clients, their their attention span to like yeah, do the same thing well. is like. For some individuals, they could do the same thing over and over, and they know like, and they can see the progress in that lift. Mm-hmm. They'll be excited to do that that same exercise over and over and over. And we know that as trainers, you should be working towards a couple exercises for a good amount of time, maybe like four to eight weeks mm-hmm. uh, before you change exercises. But mm-hmm. for some individuals. I understand like they always look for something new they want to look for like the workout of the day so mm-hmm. they they want their trainer to give them something fancy or something exciting something cool because because media puts these cool techniques cool training uh, fancy training as like something superior to mm-hmm. than your simple exercises such as like a deadlift or a squat right yeah yeah a lot of the um a lot of the movements that we that we uh, do um are like, I guess, sexy, you know. Sex. They're not <laughs> fucking deadlifting sexy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, for regular people, for us, yeah, it is. For like, regular people, they look at it and go, oh, you know, what's that? It's gonna hurt your back. That's boring, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, they want you to see you fucking climb up a wall or whatever and do some fucking, you know, some flutter kicks with bench press. You know, they don't want yeah. they want to see things like that. Yeah. You know, like barbell squatting and like bench press, overhead press, all that stuff that involves you just standing in one place doing it. It's not appealing to a lot of people, you know. Right. You know, so they, they want to see, like, like I said, uh, when I was training my client deal, uh, yesterday, he mm-hmm. was, he saw a guy doing, stand on the bosa ball, mm-hmm. uh, you know, stand there just uh, with his foot on the bosa ball, yeah. bouncing. And he's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, you don't think that's cool? I'm like, no. That's Did stupid. you see a Ben Bruno's uh, Insta story? No. So he was watching TV. And they're showing a football player like Oh yeah, so yeah, I'm Kamara. Yeah, yeah, I don't know the football player, you I'm know Kimura, that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he was like like dodging people, like running through people as a running back. And they showed his training with his trainer, he's like, Yeah, I've been working on some balance. Yeah, 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 I remember I remember. I mean it was on the bolster ball. <laughs> <laughs> like bouncing on the bolster ball. Not bolster ball, it was a stability ball. It was a stability ball. It was time for bolster ball. His knees were on a stability ball. Yeah, his knees were on a stability ball and his like his trainer was like throwing stuff at him or he was doing like presses. Yeah, And then Brent Bruno was like <laughs> this is dumb. This is dumb. So stupid. Because it's like, because take that football player, you take him and you think about, okay, what made him great? Not this, but not this ball. Right, the right. ball didn't make him any better than what he is I'm now. I'm sure it was like a lot of the lifting stuff. That's exactly. really what made him lifting, like single leg stuff. And, and him just being, him. and him just being gifted as an athlete, mm-hmm. you know, like just having gifted ability to be balanced, you know. Right, right. Like he's a very balanced athlete. Like if you watch him play in the games over, he gets hit. He has very good balance. He just, yeah. he stays up. But like, he didn't get that balance from being on a on a, on a stability board, bosa <laughs> board. None of that stuff helped. And that trainer probably getting a lot of praise. He probably gets a lot of praise. Like, oh he, yeah, you see that, that those cool movements, all because of me. Oh, that's stability ball. I saw it was it was one where they had uh, guys they were flipping over the uh, the stability ball. Flipping. So they had the football in their hand. They would run and then like jump and their back would like hit the hit the ball. They would flip over it. So why like, would you do that? I don't know. I don't know. They had all the running backs. All the running backs doing that. They had all. They were. They were run, bounce over it, and flip over it. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know if it was a joke uh-huh. or if it was um 
or if it was really a train thing. But I yeah. think it was a train thing because they had like clips of it. They had like little clips of it on Instagram. And it was like one clip, next clip, next clip. They had music with it and everything, and they were all like running and doing flips on the ball. And I was just like, wow, like, like not over the ball. They were like flipping, and then they were somersaulting their back with like this part of their back would hit the ball, like their their. Uh, their doing back, a backflip. Almost like a backflip, yeah. but then like they were almost like somersaulting, and then like hit the ball. They bounced off the ball. Well, they want to uh, like emulate. Like someone running at them, and then you like you're, yeah, and you're then you rolling up and you a somersault over them. But then you land on your feet. But it's like that never happens in a game. Yeah, that barely happens. <laughs> it never happens in a game. Like if anything, you just want to get stronger. Just push the other person down. <laughs> like that's exactly. what you want to work on. Both of us not gonna do that for you. You know what I mean? Like right, the same force that yeah. The, it's not the same force. It's not the same force. So both of all, is is just standing there. It's just sitting there. Yeah. Like the, uh, like they. Um, you know, a player who's hitting you is, is not a, a soft bowling ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that at all. They're they're two hundred and fifty pounds right at you full speed. You know, what I mean, they're not right. a fucking light ass bowling ball. Right. So that's just what I find like funny. Like even like athletic like not athletic trainers, but like people who train athletes. Yeah. They yeah. do some you know crazy stability work. Like uh, even LeBron James, like his trainer worked. Oh, you saw that video? He LeBron James. Uh, yeah, I mean. I understand why his squats are like not why that very <laughs> very why? low. Like I'm not saying you have to squat to, like a power lifter. Oh no, I I'm not. I'm okay with him not squatting low. I'm perfectly fine with uh-huh. him. I'm just saying, if you like, his his feet were like really wide and he's had like a super big arch in his back, like he had like a super big oh really uh, like a yeah. I mean for him, ex- like if I was training him, I'll do more. Just, I'll just do box squats. Dude, like explode, box squats. explode from a box. That's right, it. Exactly. Just box squats. You don't gotta do like no kind of like he was there was not even a quarter squat one and then two, his back was in like really bad extension. It was like uh, a lot of extension and it was yeah. just like and to I don't know if he wanted to like show people this because just to see him working out or whatever, but like mm-hmm. to watch him do that it was just like it was just it was bad to watch, you mm-hmm. know, because like it was just it was stupid. Like he was he was squatting and his feet were really, really wide. Mm. Where in basketball, like his feet are never really that wide in the game. Like he was mm. feet were like a sumo stance, yeah, right. squatting, and then also he had his back was really his back was in a lot of extension, really arched, and mm. it was just like and it was just it was just really bad to watch. And I was like, why are we looking at this for? Why is he doing this for? Right? Why doesn't he know better? Or why doesn't the trainer know better? You know? Right. But yeah, that's what I'm just what I'm saying. Like in terms of, I guess from our perspective as trainers, that's just our thoughts on people who who get trained by these individuals. Uh, like even athletes, celebrities, uh, they get trained by these individuals and they just think like, hey, he's a trainer and I'm seeing results on the field and that's the reason because of my training. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily, like, necessarily, you know, yeah. that's where we, go, where we go back to like causation and mm-hmm. like, you know, is that really the reason why mm-hmm. you're, you're getting better on the field or, you know, you might just be Freaking like you said, gifted athlete. Yeah, like, like you're LeBron James. You're you're a freak of nature. <laughs> the difference between LeBron James from when he's in high school to now, he's older. Right. He can shoot better, which that there is a skill that you learn in right. basketball. And someone, he's smarter, like his someone, IQ. For exactly. His someone can smart. teach you how to shoot, and you can have a better IQ. Mm. And he's gained more weight. Mm. With more weight, with the same speed he had, or the same power he had, it just makes him more of a force on the basketball court. Right. He didn't. He might have gotten a little stronger. He probably right. got a little stronger at that time. He probably didn't do much strength training or whatever. He probably didn't mm. need to. Yeah. But he just naturally got bigger. Mm. But he never. His athleticism never got any greater or anything like that because he always was an athlete. You know, he was already an athlete. He just got. He just got older and bigger. 
and older. That's true. That's older, true. bigger, and got better yeah. jump shots. I mean, yeah, school. like I think athletes in general is just like it's hard to to do that comparison. Like, yeah, like let's say an athlete worked with a trainer. Is it really because the trainer made the athlete better, or the athlete yeah was already good and the trainer just you can only you can only really um, improve a skill with an athlete. They may be lacking a certain skill, right? You can improve a skill, like you can improve an athlete, um, how to like better technique in running, better technique in shooting a basketball, better, right. better technique in catching a football or right. running a route, things like that. Well, like, I mean, we had this argument before. Yeah, we had <laughs> like, this argument before. Uh, like, yeah. Can you really train someone's? Uh, yeah, to be like, to be an athlete. Yeah, to be athletic. Yeah, or like, can you really increase someone's vertical? No, yeah, no, we did. We had that talk about it. Yeah, I I saw this guy on Instagram. Uh, this like physical therapy doctor and he said like he's doing this jump training and he shows like a before and after of him like jumping higher show me I need to see, need to see. <laughs> right, I'll show you after we finish the podcast but like but yeah I, like I've seen um, I know like you know like we've seen people who are athletic and then they are still athletes they just grow and get bigger you yeah, know yeah. so it goes back to kind of goes back a little bit to the uh to the uh, celebrity trainer where like you're training people who you know who are just regular people you know and you don't really need to do anything crazy with them like mm. you just need to have them just do basic things multiple times a week you don't really need to yeah. do anything crazy with them at all yeah. nothing crazy nothing that looks even a little dangerous nothing that looks even a little dangerous just have them squat press row fucking deadlift do a hinge, do some lunges or whatever, you know, do some little bit of abs, yeah. do some intense cardio here and there, yeah. increase the intensity or the volume at some point in time within the time period you're training with them, yeah. and they'll see results. There's nothing else to it. And change up the diet a little bit you know, yeah. as well, like, you know, make them mindful of what they're eating and, you know, if you want to learn how to do macros or whatever, it's not hard. It's not right. really hard at all, you know, right. and like, and then it's easy. It's not hard. It's not fucking hard at all. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean that's that's my opinion about it too. With trainers, is just keep it simple. Yeah, you know, keep like, it simple. It's not hard. It's really not hard at all. Like, you know, you do have some people who have like, you know, because like the reason why I get mad at it too, because we do so much into like mobility and like stability things like that, mm. and like you look at people and you watch them squat with a celebrity trainer, and you watch when them squat, and it's like this looks terrible, you know, mm. like, and like you know that you can look at that. And got dissected and kind of go like, okay, what do you need to improve at? And you can improve their squat if you were just in that picture in that moment right there and be like, okay, I can fix this right now. Mm. You know, with the Watson squat, you know, not low enough or like with a lot of extension or their ankles are, you know, their shins are really vertical. Mm. You can go there and fix that, but yeah. you know you can't because they're with <laughs> this guy. They're with, they're with the celebrity trainer. It's a celebrity trainer at the moment, you know what I mean? They're like, you know, spending $350 an hour for this person. And, you know, you know, yeah. You know, and it's, you know, I, you know, like I said, I, they're smart with their marketing, but like, it's just, there can be so, there can be many, there can be better ways of doing this, you know? Yeah, so uh, I guess our conclusion with celebrity trainer is uh, just do your research, you know? Really? <laughs> Our first ever podcast was do your research if you get a trainer. Yeah, you know? do your research as a trainer. I guess it's hard for like a, a, a normal individual who's never worked out before, whether it be celebrity or not, uh, to really understand what it means to have a like a trainer that know what he or she is doing, mm-hmm. like a trainer that's just not about the glitz and glamour, a trainer that's just there for results. But at the same time, like you have to ask yourself, like you know, do you want to have 
those workouts where you're just Glitz having and fun and, and, and do the fancy stuff because some people want that and like some people, people can just go to a workout and say like yeah, I'm just gonna deadlift today I'm just gonna do push-ups I'm just gonna do yeah. rows so I mean, like it's like I get it I get yeah. that I get where you're going I have a client like that too yeah, where yeah. like he's talking to me and he's like yeah he's like oh I wanna uh, <clears throat> he's like you know I don't like he's like, I don't like doing cardio to where I feel like I'm gonna die mm. and I was like why not? He was like, because I just don't like the feeling. Like, right. I like to be like steady, you know, right. and do cardio and like right. be in spin and do my own pace. But I'm like, well, if you never had that feeling like you're working hard, mm. then you're not going to get any results. Right. Like you never got that work hard feeling, like that feeling where you're like, wow, this is really, really hard. I like, mm. I said to one of my clients the other day, I said, you got to at least feel like that at least once, once a month. Mm-hmm. You got to feel like, you know, that workout we did with Paul, right. where afterwards we'd be like, wow, this is hard. Yeah. You know, like you got to feel like that sometimes. You know, yeah. like you can't just, you know, putz around or whatever and just do cool stuff, or whatever, because we know looking at cool stuff is not burning in calories. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> this has been funny. This, uh, this, uh, before we end this, do you remember, uh, have you watched, uh, I don't know what freaking show that was, but you know, Euro training? <laughs> Euro Terry Crews? Terry Crews, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So don't do Euro training. Don't do Euro training. <laughs> don't, do not do Euro If you guys training, remember that show, I don't know what show that was. I forgot uh, what it was, too. It was, yeah, well, I forgot what show that was, but. For those of you who know, Euro training, you don't need Euro training to see results. I don't want to see results whatsoever. Not at all. You just need basic stuff. Yeah. Because like, you know, like I said, my client was like, he likes to smoke cigars. I'm like, you like to smoke cigars, but is it good for you? And he's like, no. It's like, exactly. Hmm. People like certain things in the gym. Like, you know, I wish I could just go in there and just do bicycles all the time, but I know I can't do that. Right. I know that that's not optimal. I know that's not going to get me my bench stronger or that's not going to help me deadlift more. Yeah, you know. All right, so uh, that's our conclusion, and that's our thoughts on celebrity trainers. Uh, just make sure you do research. Make sure you know what you want, um, and make sure you, you know, look for the trainer that's gonna help you. Number one, get the results you want, but at the same time, um, you're gonna enjoy doing the workouts. You know, whatever that be fancy or simple. You know, you decide if you want it to be fancy or simple, but. Our main recommendation is uh, do your research. Don't just go in there blindly and say like, okay, this person got results for my relatives, so that means I need to go with this trainer right. and I need to pick this trainer. Right. All right, so if you guys have any questions or comments, uh, please leave us a review on all the podcast applications and uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode.